time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. It is Thursday, October 19th. Thanks for joining. Yesterday, gold continued pushing higher from $1,935 per ounce Tuesday to a high of $1,976 before getting shoved lower in early COMEX trading to a low of 1951 but settling the afternoon session at 1960 Silver rose long with gold during Eastern Hemisphere trading hours and through the AM London fix, trading as high as $23.00. 48 cents per ounce before getting hammered back below $23 and settling right at that nose. December futures basis, that is. The Mining Stock Journal commented that while the mainstream media narrative is trying to connect the action in the precious metals to the military turmoil in the Middle East, the smart money sees a deteriorating credit quality of the U.S. government and thereby the value of the U.S. dollar. Gold hit all-time highs in every other major fiat currency except the dollar. We think the dollar is next. The mining stocks were slightly lower Wednesday despite the rally in the metals, but that was a function of the sell-off in the stock market, and even more so, profit-taking after the huge bounce in the mining stocks, with the GDX shooting up 15% over the previous two weeks. The Mining Stock Journal said that in spite of the move in the GDX, junior project development stocks, even the ones that have released materially positive news recently, have been comatose. In this afternoon's new issue, the newsletter will be discussing three stocks that should be trading at three to five times higher than their current market cap. To learn more about the newsletter, please go to investmentresearchdynamics.com. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick word of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Fireweed Metals. Fireweed is advancing three different projects within the Yukon and Northwest Territories, including the flagship Macmillan Pass project, a large zinc-lead silver deposit, and the MacTung project, one of the largest and highest-grade tungsten deposits in the world. Fireweed plans to advance these projects through exploration, resource definition, metallurgy, engineering, economic studies, and collaboration with indigenous people on the path to production. For more information, please visit fireweedmetals.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Ascot Resources published a second batch of assay results from the 2023 exploration drill program at the company's premier gold project. These are the final results from surface drilling for infill and exploration purposes at the Pew zone and the premier deposit southeast of the premier mill. Results reported today included 18.93 grams per ton gold over 6.87 meters and included 44.5 grams per ton over 2.3 meters. There was 21.98 grams per ton gold over 4.28 meters and included 85 grams per ton over 1 meter. And 28.5 grams per ton gold over 2.5 meters, including 55 grams per ton over 1.18 meters. Development work recently commenced on the Premier Portal and, de- and Decline, which will access the Prue Zone, anticipated in early 2024, 
prior to mill startup and initial gold production. After completing 16 holes at Peru, drilling shifted to Big Missouri in the day zone where two drill rigs have since com- were since completed 5,300 meters of drilling in 62 drill holes. Assays for these holes are pending. Ascot Resources trades on the TSX with AOT and on the OTCQX with AOTVF. Snowline Gold released assay results from two additional exploration holes drilled on its Rogue Project's Valley Target in Canada's Yukon Territory. Both holes drilled to the northeast as opposed to the usual southwest orientation of holes at Valley demonstrated consistent and considerable widths of strong mineralization in different parts of the system. Hole 54 returned 424 meters of 1.43 grams per ton gold downhole from bedrock surface, expanding the known width of mineralization across the southern extent of the well-mineralized zone at Valley. In a separate interval in the same hole, the final 30 meters downhole length averaged 0.7 grams per ton gold, representing a newly recognized area of deep mineralization at Valley that remains open. Hole 53 returned 387 meters, averaging just over 1 gram per ton. Both holes ended in mineralization. Assays for more than 11,500 meters of diamond drilling from Snowline's 2023 exploration efforts remain pending. Snowline trades on the Venture with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. Patriot Battery Metals discovered a new high-grade zone near surface of the CV-13 spodamine pegmatite in Quebec with highlights of 12.7 meters of 2.5% lithium oxide, including 7.6 meters of 3.8%. The CV-13 spodamine pegmatite trend extends over 2.3 kilometer strike through multiple outcrop exposures, of which 1.1 kilometers has been traced continuously by drilling. Patriot continues to drill westward from CV-5 towards CV-13 to test potential connectivity. 37 holes for 7,300 meters have been completed in 2023 at CV-13. Patriot Battery Metals trades on the Venture with PMET and on the OTCQX with PMETF. Arizona Metals published first drill assay results from the Western Target at its K-Mine project in Arizona. Hole 113 returned 3 meters of 3 grams per ton gold, 1.3% zinc, and 17 grams per ton silver. This drill hole represents the northernmost intercept of a consistent mineralized horizon encountered over a strike length of 735 meters on the Western Target. With the completion of recent drill holes, Arizona Metals has drilled a total of 93,000 meters on the K property. A trade on the TSX with AMC. Australia's Lithium Power International is to be acquired by Chile's state copper company Cadalco for an Australian $385 million. That's a 119% premium to the closing share price on September 26. The $0.57 cent per share deal is the first lithium acquisition by Cadelco, which has a government mandate to become a lithium producer. Both companies have properties in the Maricunga Solar, a district better known for its gold production until now. Lithium Power International 
trades on the ASX with LPI. In interesting news, a U.S. federal judge has ruled that brokerages whose clients engage in naked short selling are liable for their actions. Federal District Court Judge Lorna Schofield of the Southern District of New York issued an opinion and order on September 29th in the case of Harrington Global Opportunity Fund versus CIBC World Markets, that all which denied the defendant's notion to dismiss Harrington's market manipulation claims of spoofing. Judge Schofield found that broker-dealers may be primarily liable for manipulative trading initiated by the customers because they serve as gatekeepers of trading on securities exchanges and have a, quote, continuing responsibility to ensure that their customers' order flow is in compliance with all applicable rules, regulations, and laws, and detect and prevent manipulative or fraudulent trading under the supervision and control of the firm, end quote. Interesting news there. All right, everybody, that's a wrap here on the morning briefing. We'll be back later today with another episode and some market commentary, the important market commentary. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by your friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful morning. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.